Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, guys. We are back with another great episode of Bass Cast Radio. I am your host, Brian Carter. And to my right is Hank the Bass Geek. What's up, brother? Hello, everyone in podcast land. <laughs> what has it's, been going? What's been going on, brother? Man, uh, you know we've got a really, a really good video. Number one that okay. you guys listened to it on Thursday dropped yesterday uh, about a rig that has won in 2022 a million dollars for wow. a certain two young men that we we spoke to. Yes. And then it won, reportedly won, and, you know, you can go watch the video. It contributed to the Bassmaster Classic win. Oh. So, you you know, go watch it. It's it's a rig that I've been using a lot here lately. Have used the traditional version of, but it's a good video. really talks about how, when, where, and why. Even for you bank anglers out there, how it can be extremely effective for you, too. That's awesome all right so you heard it go ahead on over check out the video now as always hit the like hit the follow button and that way you can keep up with what's happening with the geek man here oh man oh man it's been up down week it's been good we've had some bad but it's been good uh we've been reaching out to new sponsors We've heard from some, we haven't heard from others. So, you know, we're at that beginning of the year deal. So yep. we've been working on that. But um, the BassCast.com had a tournament last weekend on Smith Mount Lake. Uh, Mike Nichols and Mark Wynn were our winners. Congratulations to them. We had 30 boats, Geek. Nice, so, man. Another great turnout for us. I'll be honest, if we have 50 or more, it's more we can handle. Because it's just me, Danielle, and the boys. <laughs> so, Ian and Eric, I mean... Um, yeah, Ian and Aaron. So, I mean, yeah, it's just us. So, thank you to everyone who showed up. Thank you for everyone who fished with us. Guys, don't forget, you got to fish three to qualify for the championship in December. Uh, then after that, I said, you know what? It's beautiful. So, we made a trip down to Bugs Island Ooh. on Sunday. Nice. We went to another ramp. We, 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 went, we actually went down to the dam. It was for the first Bugs Virginia Division fall Um tournament so went down there and covered that all that can be found up on the basscast.com thank you for you guys for checking it out so we went down there and did that and then uh had to take danielle to the doctor for her ra appointment because you guys all know if you haven't seen a photo of arms in a sling from where she got the right hand done for the carpal tunnel 
So that's a quick update on what's been going on around here. She doing um, all right, recovering well, I hope. Yes, she has feeling in her hands again. Nice. The numbness has gone away. She actually had one finger, guys. She could sit on top of the stove and would never feel anything. Oh, my God. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, so that's how bad it's been. So, But, yes, she's got feeling all back in her hands. Uh, we go back the 25th to get all that stuff checked over and hopefully the remove the cast and then maybe set up the appointment. I don't know how it's all going to go. Cause I know she says something about therapy and, you know, cause I mean, your hands in this thing for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So she got to do some type of therapy and then uh, hopefully we'll be able to set our next appointment up. Even if it's December, cause we've already met our deduct. Heck yeah. Get that hey. done. Then. We need to get it done. Get some of that money back. <laughs> yes. So we need to get that done. So that's that's where we're where we are with all that. Like I said, things are moving pretty well. The pain's still there a little bit, but you know it is what it is, and that's just yeah. going to be basically you know because she does have RA as well. So yeah, guys, you guys know the Peacock Fluorocarbon have been doing their commercial for the last couple of weeks. We want to thank them for sponsoring BallSacks.com for sponsoring. Fastcast Radio, but I'm holding here in my hand. Hopefully, you guys all saw the new deal we worked out with Wildland Coffee. That packet right there, eight ounces of water to eight minutes. And guys, it's awesome. I ain't not lying. I mean, I, I I was, you know, I'm a coffee snob. I ain't gonna lie. I drink a lot. I inherited it from my mother. <laughs> probably didn't drink coffee she would beat me more so <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i was i was a good kid just probably wasn't the best kid <laughs> i was horrible i mean just hands down i should have been beat way more than i was <laughs> we shouldn't say that because now that's a new thing we're like here's child abuse i mean it's like no <laughs> it's all right when you have a kid like me trust me there's only one way to deal with them that's beating them i mean period <laughs> But Wildland Coffee has come on board with us, and uh, you're going to be hearing more about them over the next few weeks. So welcome aboard to them. But uh, read our sponsors real quick, as always. Guys, thank these sponsors. Make sure you reach out to them. Say thank you. They pay the bills. I ain't going to lie. There's no way to cover it up. If you want to help pay the bills in 2023. Yeah, 2023, geek. I saw a thing the other day is like some people are started putting up countdowns. So like the end of the year, I'm like, yes, it has. But I mean, it's, wow. it's blown by this year has been like, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't go to salons, but you know, some, some women, you hear them talk about getting blowouts yeah. know, done to their hair. Yeah. This that's been the whole year for me. So if I took my hat off right now, I'd just be like straight back. Dang. <laughs> so Conrad Brothers Marine, Lynchburg Arms Indoor Shooting Range, the Bass Tank, Missile Bait. You guys all seen Mr. Cruz been fishing with us. He cashed another check. Hey, you want to fish against John Cruz? Come out and fish the BassCast.com tournament series. There you go. That's cool. SM if, you, if he beats you, at least you can get him to sign a shirt. There you go. Hat, shirt, whatever. There you go. SML Tackle Shack. Guys, if you got a rod tip that's broken or you need a brand new rod or you need a Christmas gift for someone. Look, oh, yeah, see that? I saw a geek. Uh, I got props. Angler's <laughs> Choice Marine. 
I haven't heard any more about the online tackle store. I'm not sure what's up, guys, but hopefully we'll have some news about that real soon. And WW novelty for all you guys who are out getting ready for that time of the year, the hunting season. I think bow season's in right now, and I'm not sure how long. I know nothing yeah. about hunting, so <clears throat> I'm not going to tell a lie. I know nothing about it. I know a little here and there, but I don't do it. So I know you can come down to my house. And if you message me, I'll tell you, I don't know where you can set up, but you can kill all the deer you want to kill because I'm tired of seeing them. <laughs> Actually, it's crazy. I don't know where the deer are because I think they disappeared this year. I've seen crossing a road numerous times. I got a friend of mine up the street who's hit one, who's almost hit one with the rental car. So I, I knock on wood. I just have gotten lucky. Praise my neighbor hit a bear last night. You know, I traveled somewhere a couple weeks ago and saw a bear on the side of the road. We are cup. down here. We are bear have over the past few years, just blown up there. You're, you're seeing them. My buddy who does a lot of editing for me. Yeah. Literally has one that's in his trash can every night. Holy so, cow. Yeah. I mean, I've told him, I was like, dude, there's no way I shot that thing. Wow. That but is crazy. It's, I don't know what's going on, man. I've never seen bear in this area. So many of them. Wow. So many of them. Wow. So, so guys, tonight we got Mr. Josh King on with us. He just won the Tennessee Kayak Angler Society of Tennessee Championship. So we're going to have him on, get to know him a little bit. Geek knows already, got a little rapport with him, but I'm yeah. going to get to learn more about Josh and his world of kayak bass fishing. Yep. So, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Hi, Paul Elias here for White Peacock Fluorocarbon. Fluorocarbon fishing line needs to be 100% fluorocarbon. Needs to have low memory, low visibility, high tensile strength, and 100% knot strength. I've been fishing White Peacock Fluorocarbon for three years, and it has all those characteristics. It's available in all the popular sizes, so go out there and get you a spool and try it. You'll love it. All right, guys, we are back with Kayak Angler Tournament Professional, Josh King. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going? Welcome to BassCast Radio. It's a pleasure to meet you, by the way. Thank you. You all, too. All right, let's, go, let's give everybody, the listeners out there, a little uh, info. Who is Josh King, and you know how did he get to become where he is today? Um, so I am from Johnson City, Tennessee, Okay. on the east side of, of Tennessee. Um, my dad started uh, getting into fishing. He got me into fishing, um, started walking to the banks with my cousins, and covered a bunch of water. And one day my dad was like, hey, there's a, a new style of fishing coming around. It's called kayak fishing. Is it something that you would like to try and do? And uh, we both uh, got our very first kayaks. Did that for about uh, two years. And then we've upgraded to some pedal kayaks, Ooh. Um, which made things a lot easier as far as covering mm -hmm. water. Um, and then now we've uh, upgraded to some newer kayaks. Uh, we are in um, Hobie pro angler 14s 360 and the 360s obviously uh you can maneuver that boat in a 360 direction so it makes everything a lot easier just like if you were to have a trolling motor 
Um, but I've been doing it probably since 2016, I, I believe. Um, the the cast um, state championship, I've qualified for that. Uh, this would have been my uh, fourth year. Oh, wow. And nice. um, <clears throat> so I've branched out and did some of the, the Tennessee Bass Station events as well. I've, I've had multiple top 20 places there. Um, but so, I mean, other than that, that's, that's pretty much, pretty much what I do on, on the, on the water anyways. All right. So, uh, Josh, we run a kayak series here and, you know, we have tried, you know, not tried, but we have pretty much, you know, Danielle and I think we've done a great job of, you know, telling people you ain't gotta have a hobby to fish out of a kayak. You guys, um, I had someone beat a whole group of anglers off of some cheap rods a couple years ago for the kayak series. I mean, I think he, his, his whole five rod collection cost maybe a hundred dollars and he, but, and he beat all of us. So talk about that, man, you know, starting out fresh, new with, what did you have? Um, I had a feel free lure 11, five as a paddle is a great kayak. I loved it. Um, it was super stable. I could stand up in it and everything. I had just the basic, like, I think $100 Lorenz. I think it was like a hook hook version. I don't yeah. remember exactly what it is, but it was just something simple. And at the time, I didn't really know what I was looking at on there anyways, besides the, uh, the depth and the temperature, which is pretty much all I really cared um, yeah. at the time because I was just a bank beater. You know, if, if a lay down was in, you know, in, the, in the water, I would, I would fish it all the time. So, um, but that's, that's pretty much what I started with. And then, uh, I used what for the rods, I think were like cast King PC fun. I used a bunch of their rods, uh, just the basic stuff. And then slowly right. started upgrading and, uh, I switched to a feel free Dorado 125, which that thing was a tank. Um, mad stable, mad stable, but they were slow on the water, slow right. on the water. Um, well, that's a paddle too, right? Paddle, pedal. Okay. Yep, it was pedal. We got that probably the first year that they ever allowed um, the pedal system in, into the, the kayak tournaments. And wow. uh, you know, and, and with that, we've upgraded to uh, the '93 SV from Garmin. Um, so a big step as far as the electronic stuff goes, but at the oh, same yeah. time too, I was still, you know, still learning, still new to the electronic world and, uh, was still just beating the banks on that. But, you know, watching, you know, Bass Geek over here, with the <laughs> electronics, man, he's, he's definitely tuned me up a little bit. We might've fished together once or twice. There could be a video <laughs> out there. There could be a couple of videos out there. Now, he's still not got me on a kayak. I just tell him all the time, look, you know, fat boy <laughs> on a kayak, I, it's got to be a big one. <laughs> It'd be a great video. It'd be a great video. I Listen, I'm up for it. I, I've really, I've really, I've, I've not told anybody this, but I've kind of, I kind of started considering, I think I'm going to sell my little pond hopper and uh, I think I'm going to get me a kayak. Heck yeah, dude. So, That'd be awesome, geek. I don't know if it'll be awesome. We will see. You can you can uh, you can do some you can do uh, some of our online tournaments. That would be fun. I would enjoy that. So, I, but if I get listen, I didn't get in this shape by working hard. So it will have 
It will have a trolling motor. Oh my goodness. Whatever I get. That's awesome. Now Josh is like, I'm going to get him. Cause see, Josh is also a personal trainer. So if you guys need to get your fat butts in shape, you need to call Josh. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been, uh, I've been coaching and then personal training for about 10 years now. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome. So, and then, you know, going into to the whole kayak world, um, you know, to, to cover the water that you need to, to, to find those fish, um, especially pre-fishing for tournaments or even just, you know, joy fishing and such. You know, I mean, you've got to be physically fit to kind of cover those distance. And then if you are doing a tournament, it's a multiple day tournament, you've got to be able to recover and then go right back and, and cover as much water as you can as well. Yeah. Well, let's let's touch on that for a couple of seconds here. Was was some good tips that you could uh, give some people out there, Mister Trainer? <laughs> yeah. For um, for being ready for yeah time. for being yeah. yeah. You know, so so being ready, you know, just uh, if you're paddling, I would make sure that you you are doing some sort of core workout you know you can start off with sit-ups crunches mm -hmm. um, if you're not able to do sit-ups um, and making sure that you can do some uh bent over rows so like you're in a bent over position and just rowing some sort of weight up to your chest back and forth so you're building your upper body so that whenever you're out on your kayak and you're paddling you're able to do that same motion over mm -hmm. and over and over yeah um Again, and then, you know, if you are uh, in a pedal kayak, you know, doing lunges, doing squats, um, those will definitely strengthen up the legs to, to be able to sustain over a long period of time. Well, there you guys go. There's just some great tips to help you before you head out. You know, people don't think about this. I mean, these tournaments are about eight hours long. Mm -hmm. And I know I try to get out at least twice. Because we are, you know, you do get in a kayak and you're thinking about it. And Geek will learn this if he steps in one. I have a Wilderness <laughs> Ride 115, guys. I've had it for now for probably 10 years. I love it. But you do need to take breaks. You do need to get out of the kayak. You do need to walk around. Because even with the, you know, the kayaks have come a long way with the comfortable seats. And I, I, I purchased one of those. It's sitting here in the floor. It's a five-position seat the Wilderness came out with. But you still need to, you know, get out, move, stretch, walk, eat, whatever during the event. So <clears throat> don't just sit in a kayak and forget where you're at. And oh, next you, thing you, you know, next you go guarantee I'm getting out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, you got to roll out of that thing. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, I fished the um, the Hobie DOS uh, series on Chickamauga in June. Yeah, and uh, I stayed up there for four hours. We got the pre-fish for two days and then fish for two days. And in my Hobie, I spent 41 hours in it and covered 42 and a half miles. Wow. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's a lot. It sounds like a lot to me. It, it sounds like a lot, lot to me. But you know, I'd I don't cover know two miles and be like, Jesus Christ, somebody's <laughs> going to tow me back. Yeah. Yeah, cover yeah, a you, lot of water. you cover a whole lot of water because I know a lot of guys, you know, we we talked to a lot of kayak anglers here, me and Geek do, and, uh, you know, a lot of them talk about putting in fish in that area, putting that thing back on a truck or a car and roll into yeah. another area. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, they, they have their spots. They fish their mm -hmm. spot, go fish another spot. So, 
Yeah, you covered a whole lot of water. Yeah, a whole lot. That's uh, that's a sign that I didn't have anything figured out as far as parts <laughs> goes. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about this Kayak Angler Society of Tennessee Championship. But let's back up before that. What club are you in? So I am in Tri-City Kayak Anglers. Okay. And we pretty much fish Bristol, Tennessee, uh, Kingsport, Johnson City. Uh, we do branch out to um, Cherokee Lake and Douglas Lake as well. And this championship, how many people are in your club? Uh, shoot. We um, probably on a consistent basis, we're probably about 18, 18 okay. and 20. It's um, not bad at all. Mm-mm. Not bad. Uh, we on our on our Facebook, you can find it. Uh, we have like two hundred some members, but just about the eighteen or twenties kind of where that comes. Does your cl- does your club charge a registration fee? Uh, as far as being a member, yeah. Um, no, you can okay. you can be a member, but mm-hmm. in order to uh, like gain points for the uh, uh, Kayak Anglers Associate Society of Tennessee. In order to get points in the series to go to that event, um, you would need to pay a uh, club fee. Okay. And then that's that's going to allow you to uh, gain points throughout the season and uh, see if you can't get in the top 10. All right. So you said the top 10 from how many different clubs do you think is in Tennessee? I think we have 16 total. Holy cow. Hmm. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so – so 16, 16 um, groups out there with uh, top 10 uh, anglers out there coming together and competing. So hundred, roughly 160 anglers landed on Kentucky Barkley Lake and you came out ahead. Now how many days mm-hmm. was the, how many days was the championship? Uh, it was two. Two um, days. Yep. You had uh, the first day was a practice day. You had 12 hours to get on the water and cover as much spots as you can from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then um, day one was actually a later start. We started, I think, at lines in at 11.30 and ended at 7. Okay. And then day two was, uh, I think it was 6.30 lines in and lines out at 4. So now was the later start, why why the later start? Is that just like a normal thing or is it? Every the, the four years that I've done it's that's that's how it's been. I don't know if okay. it's designed exactly that way. Maybe you know, giving you know day one uh advantage for the evening bite people or yeah. right, you know, and then having to turn right around and adjust to, to the morning bite. Oh well that's actually pretty neat thoughts. You know, you because especially this time of year. You know, yeah. there, there can tend to be a really good evening bite as, you know, mm-hmm. the nights are getting colder. And then, you know, you know, somebody that's on a morning or mm-hmm. an evening bite. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Co- concept. That's cool. We got a, a small boat club around here and we have a charity event once a year. And we, that's what we have done. We do <laughs> Saturday in the morning and they'll fish till lunch. And then you'll come back on Sunday after lunch because they all go to church. And they'll fish till about seven o'clock at night. Mm. So it's five hours one day, five hours the next day. So that's pretty cool. All right. So now on Kentucky Lake, 
you know, that's a big lake. Is this your first time on Kentucky Lake in a kayak? And it can get pretty rough when the wind blows in the right direction, too. Yeah. Um, first time ever. First time ever. Oh, wow. And there was a lot <clears throat> of water to be covered, to be honest, as far as our boundaries go. Yeah. Um, you could pretty much fish Kentucky Lake, Cumberland River, up to a certain point, Barkley, uh, I think the Duck River as well, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there, I mean, there was like crap ton of uh of water that, that you could cover um and i chose to to go to barkley because all the the map study that i did all the videos i've watched all the google maps images that i've seen it looked like barkley was something that was more more my style of fishing as far as fishing shallow okay it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, and, talk to us um, about day one, man. So on, on practice day, you know, I, was, I told dad because dad fished with me um, up there too. Um, we went to a spot. I was like, you know what? This, this big cove, it has a bunch of docks. You know, maybe it'll fish kind of like Chickamauga in the sense of, you know, those fish relating to those docks and stuff. And it'll give me something to kind of even flip a, a bandito bug or something like that. Um, but arrived to the first ramp and water was way, way down. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so we got there. We were like, you know, we'll, we'll um, explore a little bit and kind of see. There was a lot, a lot of bait fish there. And um, unfortunately, there was not bass there or mm. we just couldn't find none. I did manage to catch one on a, a chatterbait um, about 15 inches, but it didn't give me any confidence as far as this, this location. Yeah. And uh, we, we loaded up and went to a second spot. and. The wind picked up. It was probably blowing a gust of 30 miles an hour. Ooh. Um, and it was blowing straight down this pocket. And, Shoot. you know, we, we looked at each other. We're like, well, we can, we're not, you know, pre-fishing, uh, you know, just sitting here. So we ended up uh, unloading. Um, I found the spot. And there was tons of bait fish popping. And, and it looked like something was, was busting underneath, underneath them. And started fishing that area and sure enough caught a few white bass a few drums and eventually picked up a 12 inch bass and then the next cast picked up a 14 and a half and then about probably 10 more casts or so a few more casts or so and uh picked up a 16 so i left that spot and i kind of made mental notes um, I took some pictures of the, the area that I was in just so that I know whenever I go back home or back to where we were staying, you know, I can look and study kind of what I was right. fishing mm-hmm. um, and everything. And uh, went to another pocket again, wind was blowing in that pocket, bait fish blowing up everywhere, got bit, but I didn't connect on any fish. Um, end of practice day, you know, still didn't have anything um set in stone but i did know that if i wanted to i could probably go to that spot and catch fives uh for a small limit um with this tournament a small limit 
doesn't get you the win most of the time. Right. Um, but they do get you into a good you know, spot on a leaderboard. Um, so dad and I, we were discussing where to go and we were like, you know what, we're just gonna go back to the spot and, and see if we can't make it happen. And went back there when was still blowing in the same direction again, 20, 30 miles an hour fish again, started blowing up on these Chad. And I ended up catching a lot of big fish. Um, I had 87 and a quarter inch. Wow. Um, for my, my five day or my five fish for the day. Um, I probably called, I called every single one of them. Uh, so I caught about 10 fish there. Um, I had a 20 inch smallmouth, uh, 18 and a quarter smallmouth and 17 largemouth and then two 16 and a half largemouth. Wow. Mm, two good smallmouth on Kentucky Lake. A lake that's really known for, you know, pretty much big largemouth. So mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good. So when you were in there, were you fishing topwater? Were you know what what were you what were you approaching these, you know, schooling bass on? So when I when I first saw them, I threw anything at them. Um, but what I found uh, that worked really well was a lipless crankbait. Um, I started catching some on that. Um, it was it's funny because I could literally go up and down the bank and they would just reload. I, oh, I really wow. think they had, I really think that they had some sort of uh, a pattern as far as pushing these bait fish up. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew after several trips up and down, I knew like, okay, if I go all the way down, I can pedal back up, reset, and uh, you can throw different baits at them. I ended up throwing a lipless crankbait, um, a crankbait uh, that dies about six foot, and uh a jerk bait and then whenever it hit the evening time i think the last 30 minutes i caught some on top water on a spook um on a bone spook um, that really did the trick on on the smallmouth uh, i caught i caught a smallmouth on the spook and i caught a smallmouth on jerk bait now you said uh, this pocket you were in how deep was this pocket <clears throat> so the main channel was right at 15 foot um, but they weren't on that, uh, that, let the ledge, okay. they were more fishing or they were more pushing the bait towards, uh, like a transition bank. Okay. Um, but I was also fishing a bridge. So I think that pinch point of that bridge kind of helped corral the, the bait mm. fish <coughs> and <coughs> excuse me. Um, I think we all got it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, the wind was blowing right into that little pocket, and over time, I I noticed that they were in two foot of water, but I think they were sitting in that seven foot range, okay. so I could throw I could throw a, a crankbait in there and, and snag a couple, to, well, not snag, but catch a couple of, of fish in that six foot range. I understand. Wow. Now, the um, pocket itself, though, I mean, you're talking about, you know, going back and forth, up and down through the pocket, and you're able to catch fish. Was it a deep pocket, or was it like, you know, 50 feet back into this cove, or, you know, yeah. was it? Short um, drain, main lake pocket, or kind of? I would say it was a main lake pocket. Um, okay. <clears throat> it was a main lake pocket, but it was, you had to stay in the main channel to be even deep. 
Otherwise, okay. I mean, it's, okay. it's, it's really, really shallow there. It got really um, shallow. Yeah. Um, now, there was a lot of Asian carp that I saw on, on the graph. I believe they wow. were. They were because they were huge. Yeah. Um, and they stayed more in the in the main channel. Hmm. Um, uh, let's see. I, I use LiveScope just a little bit because I've got it on my, my PA-14. But I didn't really find it too helpful just because of the wind. Um, you know, right. being able to, to, to reel in also adjust the, the live scope arm and maneuver my boat. I, I felt like that was too much of a, a task. Yeah. So majority of the time I actually caught all my fish using side imaging on my, hmm. on my Garmin. I could see the bait balls and I could see the fish, um, on the left side of them. And then next thing I know, you know, they're popping up and I'm, and I'm, right. I'm casting right to them. So that's awesome. Heck yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Oh. Also, guys, we were talking to professional, I want to say professional kayak angler, Mr. <laughs> Josh King. All right, Josh, talk to us about day two after you took the lead. How big was your lead, by the way? Um, Over day one, I had a seven and a quarter inch lead. Wow. <laughs> um, It seems like a lot, but, you know, knowing these anglers, I mean, you know, anybody can catch some, some big fish. Yeah, um, especially so on I, that lake. That, yeah. that like they can make it up in a hurry. What did you think? You know, day to day, did you have an idea of you know what it was going to take day to day to win the tournament? How much was you needing to catch every day? Yeah, how many inches so, do you think you're gonna have to have? So typically on these on these events, you're going to need at least eighty five plus. Mm. Um, mm. And whenever I had. 87 and a quarter, I knew that I needed to upgrade my two 16 and a half inch fish uh, in order to kind of secure the deal because um, I knew somebody was going to find them on the second day because the second mm -hmm. day, the wind completely shut down. Ooh. Um, and it definitely affected fishing on the second day for me. Um, so I knew that, you know, other people, if whatever spot that they're on, they could really slow down and drag a jig, you know, a drop shot, whatever they, they needed to do to get some big bites. Um, but on day two, I fished my spot early morning. Um, I caught one on top water, but he, he pecked at it. Um, he, they didn't come up and crush it like they were that evening. Um, but he was an upgrade and I called. Um, and uh, sat there for another three hours. Nothing. I could see him on the graph, but I, I couldn't get them to bite. So um, I knew that those fish were still there. So I told dad, I was like, hey, stay on this spot, fish it. You know, hopefully you can catch some. Right. And and, and, and get you a limit there too. So I went and explored. Um, I found a couple of fish off offshore. Uh, they didn't bite. I found a bluff. I tried to, you know, throw a Ned rig on there, see if I couldn't find a, a smallmouth or two. And uh, no luck there. And then I noticed that the wind started picking up and I noticed mm. that it was blowing in the same direction again. Mm. So, um, which was a Southwest wind and I headed back to that spot. And sure enough, when I got back to that spot, here they were blowing up. The again. wind is my friend. There you go. Bait. Yep. And, um, and it was a funny thing. I, it was a magical day because I felt so dialed in, in this spot that, there was a boat tournament that was going on and I had four boats around me wow. and they were not catching anything. And I was, 
uh, they they got to a point where they were kind of casting over me. Um, no way. Yeah, man, it was it was it was nuts. They, I didn't say anything because I was like, you know, they're not catching my fish. You know yeah. that kind of deal. You know, I was like, ah, hey, whatever. Hey, you were you were bringing them in. You didn't have to yeah. say nothing. Your actions yeah. were speaking loud and clear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I mean, it was whatever. So um, you're gonna cast there? Yeah, watch this. Bloop, bloop, yeah, <laughs> bloop, got him. <laughs> yeah, um, but it That's was, it was crazy because <laughs> some of the, the bass guys they were they were talking to me and they were like, you know, these bass seem very very finicky. And I was like, yeah, dude, they they really are and. I will agree with them. I, I believe they were so picky because I did a trial and error error on day one. Uh, whenever they were on fire, I was throwing a white crankbait and they would not touch it. Oh. And um, this is a little juice. I'm going to throw it out there. Um, <laughs> but I switched to something that had a white, white, or there's a white crankbait with a black dot. And I threw it out there and they smacked it almost every time. There you go. And uh, I ended up catching one of those little shad that they were they were eating, and it was pretty much matched the hatch. They were there they were go. so precise as far as what they were eating that if you threw anything that was not as close to what they're eating, they wouldn't touch yeah. it. Some days in the fall they get so dialed, so dialed that uh, if it's just a little off, man, they won't hit it. Sometimes, a lot of times, I always preach throwing something because you got thousands and thousands of shad. You know, throw something a little bit different that's going to stand out. But sometimes that's the worst thing you can do. They just get so dialed in on that that uh, you better match it. Yeah, the, the the biggest thing that I think besides a black dot, as far as my lipless crankbait goes, it it had a different tone. Mm -hmm. um, okay. It was a, it was a it was a tungsten ball that was inside, yeah. and it, I think it had like a deeper deeper thump yeah that's awesome man besides the win what else did you take home besides the trophy that is it's a beautiful <laughs> trophy by the way sweet piece of hardware um, yes yeah um i took home a custom rod um that had the 2022 state championship on there or champion awesome. on nice. there nice. um i think retail wise it could be up to 300 bucks um, so it, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty good, uh, blank on it for sure. And then I took a pretty good paycheck, uh, <laughs> home as well. <laughs> pretty good paycheck. You don't want to say what that was. Yeah, was uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. To, I don't care to say it. it's about, uh, about 30, 3,300, 3,500. That's nice. awesome, man. That is nice. Good job. Congratulations. Thank you. So what's the future looking like for Josh, man? I mean, you said you said earlier you fish uh, some of the Hobie events because you guys mm -hmm. all ride in the Hobie. But, uh, you know, what's your what's the ultimate plan with this deal? So the plan for this year is to still fish some of the, the local trails um, whenever I can. Um, but to branch out and fish the Tennessee Bass Nations uh, series. Okay. Yes. Um, as a stepping stone so that I can gain some more experience and uh, grow as an angler. Um, I, I really enjoyed the, uh, the Hobie BOS series whenever mm -hmm. I fished that one, but, uh, with the cost of travel and mm -hmm. entry fee for it, you know, it's a little steep for me. Um, so I feel like, you know, the Tennessee bass station kind of fits that, that genre where I can still compete with, you know, some really, really top anglers. Right. Um, 
and not fish the same lakes over and over and over. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, your first time on on a lake and you win the state championship out of a really good class of anglers, you know, good number of, of 160 different anglers, man. Yeah, Roughly. man, that's 160 uh, different anglers. That's that's pretty pretty good. And and you know, me and Josh, for you guys that don't know, we've been buds for quite a while now. We uh, I'm trying to get him to get his daggone YouTube channel back up and running. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I promise you, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. But 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 the biggest thing is, look, man, you keep you keep bringing that hardware home like that. You ain't gonna have to worry about paying entry fees. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, very true. Have you, are you in a, are you, have you set up your truck so you can sleep in the back of it like a real angler yet? <laughs> no, but I could, I could do, yeah. do it. There you sure. go. I've got the, I've got the deck system in there too, so there I can keep go. everything underneath me. Um, yeah. That's there awesome. Josh, man, before you go, any sponsors you'd like to thank out there? Yeah. Uh, first off, for the most, I need to thank my wife for allowing me and sacrificing some time to where I can go out and then fish these tournaments. And then I would like to thank my, my parents. Um, I'd like to thank you all for having me on the, the podcast. And oh, yes. I'd like to uh, thank Guggen Squad, Guggen Baits, Mr. Tackle Box, uh, Angler Tungsten, Arc Rods, and uh, Monster Marine Lithium. Without them, you know, my live scope and, and lights and electronics wouldn't wouldn't be able to run so all right you just heard it all here heard the breakdown congratulations on the win good luck in the rest of 2022 and me and geek were talking about it earlier 2023 is right around the corner it's crazy Shoo. Yeah. crazy yeah man. we're already there <clears throat> i know but man guys thank josh for coming on the kayak series thing it is huge uh we're blessed here to have a great group uh i think danielle said we had about 65 different anglers fish the bass cast kayak series right here in central virginia so thank you to all of you all um and while we're talking about this topic our sponsor journey outdoors is moving into a brand new building Ooh, yes upgrade i mean they're upgrading from yeah their bill where they were now is a little bit bigger than my basement and my basement ain't much. I mean, it's smaller <laughs> than my basement and it ain't much, but they're in a building. It's going to be about three times the size of where they were at, maybe in close to four times. So a lot of great things happening a lot, you know, the, the industry is blown up. I mean, Josh oh, can yeah. tell you, man, it's, you know, when I, I got into it at ground level, when Chad Hoover was trying to start the whole thing and getting everything going and, you know, I was mm-hmm. involved in, uh, and I was involved with another angler here who started his own website. I helped him. St- we started that together. And I think that's fizzle because now he was just wants to fish, fish, fish. So we've picked it back up and, uh, you know, we're kind of running central Virginia. So thank you all of you guys who fished with us and, you know, thank everybody that fished our yeah. October online tournament. So thank you guys, Josh. Congratulations. Good luck the rest of the season. And if we can help you in any way, just let us know. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. And if you all want to, to follow me on social media. Oh, yeah. Go um, for it. Yeah. Instagram, it's uh, at King Bassing. And uh, same thing with TikTok and YouTube. All right. Yes, sir. Right there. Appreciate you. Thank you.
All right. Thank you. All right, guys, I really appreciate Josh for coming on and talking with us. You know, it's really cool to get to meet new anglers, new kayak anglers. And guys, he just won the whole state of Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, he just beat everybody in Tennessee, guys, on a lake. Like I said, the, the Kentucky Barkley Lake. You guys all know Bassmaster goes there, Major League Fishing, FLW. Yeah. Well, it's no FLW, Major League Fishing. <clears throat> but I mean, that's a pretty big freaking lake and congratulations to him on winning it all so appreciate that uh geek what you got coming up man this sunday we've got a video that's going to drop it's got a big announcement and uh it's called i think we're going to name it something to the effect of pick the dream color scheme so Ooh. we're going to let you guys uh, do some voting on something in that announcement yeah. And that will uh, that will result in a giveaway when uh, when it is when it is revealed which Bam. which one won. So we're gonna do a little giveaway. It's gonna lead to a giveaway, but it's gonna be really something cool. You guys get to vote for, <laughs> and uh, I think you guys will like it. It'll be pretty cool. That's awesome, um, guys. By the way, I'm going to be on One Objective Radio. Sunday night at eight o'clock. As far as I know, it's live. And uh, we're going to be discussing uh, the cheaters and, you know, running a tournament series. And, you know, I, I've been watching a lot of different views, angles, opinions. Mm -hmm. And you guys all know, I think now I've been told they're, they're locked up. Mm -hmm. And uh, boats confiscated for evidence. I mean, like no one's got lead weights in their boat, but it there's confiscated <laughs> for evidence. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about that and a bunch of more things in the world of kayak bass fishing. I don't know if we're going to hit kayak fishing or not, but we're going to talk about that. So uh, this would be my first crossover show and we're, we've got a lot more that we're going to be doing. I mean, we did the one a couple weeks ago and I think mm -hmm. we, we're going to be on that show as well. So a lot's happening here. Appreciate you all for listening. And uh, guys, we're going to be back next week with another great guest. Who it's going to be, I'm not sure. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, for us, it's different. I mean, I guess it's different if you're interviewing someone from the business world or something like that. But we're interviewing people from the sports world of bass fishing. Yeah. And we try to keep you guys in the loop and in the know of how, what, when, where of, you know, some of the best anglers. Now I know we're dealing it, getting ready to go into winter. It's been pretty freaking cold here. We're still in fall. Cause I think we get three days of this geek and then it's warms back up to about 75 degrees. Yeah. I'll be at work all weekend while it's pretty. So I'm going fishing tomorrow. It's going to be freezing. <laughs> there you go. So we're going to be talking about the fall, the winter. It's a lot going on, so we appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you guys being a part of BassCast Radio. Thank you to all of you guys who followed us on Facebook. We have a group. Thank you for everyone. Bunch of new members there. Uh, Wildland Wild Coffee and Ballsacks.com with the white peacock fluorocarbon. Thank you to them for sponsoring the show. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. If you guys want to be a part of the show or be a part of the basscast.com, DM me today. Send me a message, Brian at the basscast.com, and let us get to work for you. Absolutely.
and geek as well you guys want to be a yeah. part of his youtube channel i mean we're right now we're raising money we're getting a year started we're getting everything yep. going i i've been really laxed about this in the past years and be like jesus will take care of it <laughs> but <clears throat> he still will but we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger and now i got people that are looking at me it's no yeah. longer just me and bruce it's me bruce and a lot of other pieces yep yeah and and speaking of which you know if you know i love co-hosting here but i do my podcast yes by the way uh so and we do it live so if you want to come out to kirkland's restaurant big stone gap virginia man come down there you eat go. drink and uh talk fishing with us we're gonna have matt herring on uh this coming up monday october the 24th so i will be watching if i have to stay awake with two toothpicks hey you you can watch online also on the you youtube go. channel we do it live and then we put it up the following uh tuesday uh in the podcast so if you don't want to watch you just listen to us ramble on about fishing there you go <laughs> guys have a great night we appreciate you listening and we will see you guys next week tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for robin hood gold's ira with a three percent match you can get up to 195 dollars for the 2023 tax year oh yeah sign up at robinhood.com boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market subscription fees apply investing involves risk three percent match requires gold for one year from first match must keep ira for five years robin hood financial llc member sipc